Hello. Hello and welcome to the Betsy, Betsy Boss, Boss Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back. We are balls deep in the coronavirus now mm. and <laughs> wow, what a different landscape it is today than it was when this thing first started out. I mean, but what is the craziest to us <laughs> um, is some of the psychological stuff the psychological the subconscious yes the repercussions yeah. of this disease i mean we're all stuck in our homes it's this is week six people all right oh we God, are on I week six and it is jarring yeah. we are trapped in our homes we don't know what the hell is going on i'm starting to feel like those women in our tupperware episode where they had nowhere <laughs> else to go but their freaking living room you rooms. were gonna say you feel like you're trapped in a tupperware container oh that too <laughs> there's no breaking oh, that seal my god yeah that burping yeah, you seal. can't burp this lid although i've been doing oh, plenty been of burping, burping myself yeah <laughs> but have you been having and now this might sound weird but I have sort of seen it around, okay. and it's a kind of common thing in, on social media and stuff like that. Have you been having just, like, crazy dreams lately? Okay, I have been having the weirdest dreams, like, on multiple occasions. I don't know if it's really? that, like, my mind is like, <laughs> oh, that's really bad. Really? <laughs> Really? You don't say. You I don't just say. asked that out of nowhere. I thought you were going to say no. <laughs> we did not plan this. But what kind of dreams are you having? Because oh. my dreams are out of control. Yeah, mine. So I've told you before, I've had this recurring dream for years since graduating law school where I'm back at school. It's always the same professor. I've always used too many of my skip days and then I don't know what day it is. I'm going to be on call. I haven't read. I'm panicking and I'm going to fail. Oof. But the dreams I've had since this quarantine started are the weirdest. Out of control. They are all, for the most part, related to me being back in high school. Oof. And it's a tough time. Going to like a camp situation. Probably because of our Girl Scouts episode. Um, just might be. Or you mean our, our campfire girls. Our campfire girls. girls, which is now campfire. <laughs> yes, that's Check right. back on that episode, yeah, people. Hey, You're episode missing out. three, four. Hey, you know. It's, it's back it's there. It's a number. She's out there. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been really weird. It's been where I've had to go to these camps, and they've been miserable. They've been awful. I want to go home. I know that my parents won't, like, let me go home. I don't know. There's something deep buried there that my mind's trying to work through on this whole quarantine thing and it's just haunting me Ooh, it is disturbing and I just have had these sort of um weird moments in the dreams where it's sort of a situation like inception um where you know it's a dream within a dream and basically Ooh. the characters of the dream are inconsistent. Oh, that's so right? creepy. So the plot line will be super consistent. It'll be me, person A, person B, and we're all going, you know, through a maze and trying to find the exit to the maze. This is okay. last night's dream, by the way. Oh and the God, whole maze were, were was covered in, in astroturf. Like. Yeah, it really felt like the shining. I was oh. about to come out, which by the way, I think people are trying to avoid turning into the guy from the Oh shining my God, that's such a good point. And yeah, murdering their yeah, whole just families. Keep the typewriters away. Like, yeah, oh. seriously. It makes oh. Jack a dull boy. Oh my God, I swear to God. Ooh. Fun, stupid, <laughs> the dumbest fact. My apartment <laughs> in Chicago had the same trim. 
as the shining like no like the door like so i was watching it there when my mom came to visit me once and we i was out there and you know we're uh he's hacking through the door or whatever jesus and it's it's like it, we were like sitting next to it it's like oh my god that's my door <laughs> like, <laughs> here's <make> mommy <laughs> don't work too hard oh, on that uh <laughs> that script but yeah it's a w- oh god yeah i bet people are probably yeah yeah like red rumming around absolutely like danny with the twins oh. i mean you can't trike away from those bitches you really can't oh my god. and uh, you just see people out on these walks i think i brought this up like a month ago <laughs> now oh. since we've been oh in this situation god. forever um where you'll sort of see people on these walks and you're on a walk you're trying to get out of your house so you don't become a serial killer they're trying to do the same <laughs> thing you lock eyes with them you don't know what they know about you you don't know what they're thinking about you you're all behind a mask i was now gonna we say you can't even masks. see the smile you can't even see the expression yeah i mean it gets me thinking personally about what are things like in saudi arabia or places yeah. where they wear a hijab and all you can see is that strip of eyeball That's a great point you must have to work overtime to make your eyes convey a certain very emotion. expressive Tyra Banks would be, uh, you know, yes, master smizing. at that. Yeah, she smize up galore. But, Oof. oh, my God. Yeah, she's coming into her prime right now. Right. She sure is. Wow. Yeah, that's – it is, though. It's such a weird time to be alive and then seeing someone and it's like, oh, I'm going to be too close, so I'm going to step in the street and I'm going to – yeah avoid them or whatever it's just it's very weird and everybody's afraid of each other everybody doesn't want to get too close you don't know who's carrying it you don't know who's sick who's going to give it to you so people are it's a weird dichotomy they're desperate for interaction they're desperate for human like companionship yeah but they're also terrified of each other so you have this weird shit going like i'll set this down over here (laughs) come pick it up and i'll be over there anytime (laughs) and what's the worst is i just can't even get behind it are these one-way lines in the grocery stores have you come across any of these no but like i told you before we started today i'm gonna be going sometime this week so i don't even what what is it it's so I've avoided I've avoided the news for a little bit now because it just became too much. It's a pain and it's yeah. there's no good news. Yeah, and basically they keep saying that the peak is going to be in one to oh, two weeks. This has driven me nuts. I've said that, too. It's like how many times every start of every week? It's like they've said this is the most important two weeks. And it's, yep. like, it's been the most important two weeks for the last month and a half. They so. can't all be the most important two yeah, weeks. No. I guess all of the time is important at this point. Mm-hmm. And you also have to wonder I mean, at some point, are they just going to let all these people go, at least the strong ones, the strong young ones, and just be like, catch it. I know. I know. You know, like yeah. they did with chicken yeah. pox. Yeah. I, I, that, it was funny because somebody was actually saying that when this all started at my work, like the, the pox parties or whatever, chicken yeah. pox parties type of thing. It's like, are we going to have a, a COVID parties or whatever where it's like, all right, let's all get exposed and just, you know, get it over with type of deal. Oof. Gosh, if only, because at least then we'd have some sort of human contact, be able to go out to eat. That's what I'm missing most. Oh, it's so pathetic. But I didn't realize that it probably was a good idea to develop real hobbies rather (laughs) than to just have the hobby of going out to eat. Sleeping and eating. Yeah, or going out to drink. Like, that's all gone now. It's just, ugh. You can drink in your house. You can eat in your house. but Not the same. And it gets sad fast. Yeah, doing it alone. Ooh, that's a bad look. Ooh, it's a losing game. It really (laughs) is. Yeah, that's not, yeah. 
not a good time there no wait but what are so back to these what are these the one-way lines though oh sure so basically to try and keep people apart in the grocery stores They've been making them like oh streets, the aisles, oh where they'll put a God. sticker on the ground. Uh, meanwhile, DM us if you've seen this because oh I, it can't God. just be my local grocery store. There are just like these red arrows oh saying one God. way. And God forbid you <laughs> violate <laughs> the terms. Oh, yeah. You will be. You'll uh, be shanked. Above that little mask, those eyes will be glaring. Oh, they'll be yeah. oof, staring. <laughs> yeah. And they won't be smizing. They'll be no. scowling. Yeah, the boring a hole in your oh, face. Oh my god! But um, yeah, oof. Yeah, no, that's. I'm gonna go out into the suburbs, and I, I bet they're everywhere though. That's the thing. Like it's, you know, it's not like you're gonna avoid it one place. It's gonna be everywhere. No, it's a waking nightmare, pretty much. Yeah. Um, don't know when it's gonna end. It looks like there's no end in sight now. I'm guessing maybe yeah. June. I don't. I don't. I feel like so. Again, all these dates are arbitrary, but I heard somebody today was saying that the date now got pushed back to the 31st. And at that point, though, of April of of uh, May. Mm, mm-hmm. And so at that point, though, we're right at the beginning of summer. And if things haven't calmed down, then what? Yeah. Great point. Yeah. And didn't somebody sent us to that article about how apparently it could go through the summer in Philly, too. Right? And, I mean, frankly, yeah. I'm not all too eager to get out there in the summer and, yeah, like, I'll show keep, my gams I'll, off. I'll, I'll keep this uh, quarantine body in quarantine. But yes. Still. I want to keep this winter body <laughs> under wraps, okay? Yeah. I'm not excited Ugh. for the warmer weather. Yeah. I'll, except for the fact that at least you can go outside and enjoy the fresh air. But, whew. Yeah, that would be crazy. Like, the year without a summer. And we yeah. didn't really have a winter this year. So no. I don't know. That would just be a weird year. We didn't have much of anything. Yeah. It's just been no a, snow. a weird-ass time. Yeah. It's been an interesting one. Right? But I guess what's keeping everybody alive and what is <laughs> getting yes, one of the saviors yes, of the quarantine Getting times. us through this entire uh, Not all heroes period. wear capes. Not Some all heroes wear mullets wear and tiger prints. <laughs> <laughs> and floral headdresses and Coachella wear <laughs> yes so when we did our episode well actually the past few weeks we've touched yeah. on our newfound obsession with Tiger King and the have whole... you guys heard about this <laughs> like <laughs> have you heard about Tiger King because you should fucking yeah, figure it yeah. out because but it, regardless so we've been bringing up the Tiger King every single time for the past few weeks because it's taken the nation by storm okay people yep. everybody is locked in their houses this shit dropped on March 20th which is right oh, when this shit was started that what to it, heat up oh that okay yeah, yeah by the way God, you they know were smart yeah and today we're recording this on 420 so maybe we should have done the Weezy Burning uh, episode yeah, today we <laughs> or the Campfire Girls right legalize yeah, it right. got to recognize <laughs> it can that be a badge yes just give me the light um but yeah so people started contacting us left and right and saying please stop bringing this up as a filler and just do a full-length episode on carol baskin yeah we were like wait a minute hold up carol baskin that's so obvious she's a woman yeah she's in history she is as weird as they fucking come she's as interesting as they come yeah she might even rival the the diaper wearing astronaut oh big time actually yeah i think she definitely does i think she yeah she has her own story to tell um and we were like my god why didn't we think of this first obvious 
Come on. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, in quarantine. Right? Ugh. Losing our fucking marbles. Yeah. Um, But basically, this feud between Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic, if you're the one person who's been living under a rock and hasn't seen any episodes um, of this incredibly compelling show, Carol Baskin, like we've been saying, is the Mother Teresa of... <laughs> big cats yes she actually self-proclaimed and, and people I, yeah and and like you said that's the other i don't know one of the other episodes and she really is she's she's a fraudy fraud like mother Teresa herself was right was mother Teresa a fraud oh yeah she was a big time fraud why she was a jerk yeah she was oh my god yeah she she was <laughs> <I'm gonna ignore laughs> that. pulling something up yeah she was a fraudy fraudster why what did I she forgot. do you gotta you gotta look into it she she is she is a lying liar who lies. Like she just a lying liar <laughs> who lies. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. Uh, she's no Mother Teresa, as the saying goes. Wow. Well, yeah. isn't that just perfect? Because I mean, I don't know what to think about Carol. Based on our research, yeah. it, it could really go either way. And she is such a master social media manipulator. Oh, yes. You just cannot tell if this woman is good or evil. It's like Professor Snape. Yeah. yeah. It's a do you love her? Do you hate her? I know. I didn't either. I didn't even finish all the don't videos. Don't tell anybody. They'll come yes. here and kill them. Yeah. Well. <laughs> right. I did see the puppet show. Do you remember that one? Yes. <laughs> Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah. Ron. Ron Weasley. Dumbledore. Yeah. I'm telling you. But we just found her story to be incredibly compelling, incredibly interesting. Yes. And the a, woman's incredibly off her fucking relevant. Rocker. Because, I mean, again, what is everyone talking about now? It's Carol Forget Basket. Yeah. And if we can give you a behind-the-scenes look at her that maybe Tiger King didn't do so uh, full of a job um, bringing across, then, you know, that's our job as a yeah. female podcast. So that's right. let's rock and roll. But. The world has been taken by storm by Carol Baskin and her <laughs> apparent murder. You just got so very serious. <laughs> but listen here. The world has been taken by storm. They have. I mean, yeah. people are completely wrapped up in Carol Baskin's story and Joe Exotic's claim that she murdered her husband, yeah. ground up his body in her meat grinder right. and fed him to the tigers. Ugh. Okay, people. And... There's a song that has become popular on the I, internet. Oh God! Have you heard this? I haven't. Okay, so there's a um, there's a rap song by Megan Thee Stallion called oh "Savage," and okay. they have changed the lyrics. I know that's I know that's yeah. yeah. Okay. And oh my God! It is oh my God! I want to hear this. a whole other ball game. I'm gonna play it here for you tonight. <laughs> all right so you get the idea okay those lyrics for all of those who couldn't hear it goes carol baskin killed her husband whacked him can convince me that it didn't happen Fed him to tigers, they snacking. snacking. What's happening? <laughs> they snacking. 
And as Ooh. we've said before, the show centers around Joe Exotic. Right. All right. And that voice was meant to mimic Joe Exotic. He's mm-hmm. a hick from Oklahoma. He doesn't um, sing his own songs. Doesn't sing his own songs, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. Yes. And my belief, of my hopes were shattered when I heard that from you. Yeah. Um, he's a zoo operator in Oklahoma. He operated his zoo for 20 years. And he was sentenced to time in federal prison because of an apparent murder-for-hire plot against Carol Baskin. Oh, my God. And, my gosh, basically, Carol's whole mission is to end the breeding and selling of these big cats and to speak out against zoos like Joe Exotics and zoo-like animal institutions where they keep cats in cages. And... The whole relationship between Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin, their rivalry, their nasty, acrimonious, um, just nemesis relationship <laughs> is the plot line yeah, of Tiger Yeah, it King. literally is. Again, like the villain and supervillain. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, if that's a Freudian that slip, so that's true. actually very true. I meant to say hero and <laughs> supervillain, super but villain. they're both kind of villainous. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. So before getting into some of the more interesting stuff, just some background on our good old girl Carol here. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was born on June 6, 1961 on the Lackland Air Force Base in Bexar County, Texas. Yikes. Everything's Um, bigger, isn't it? uh, Including those cats. Or Bexar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She, I don't know. She is a crazy character. And if these stories are true, she seemed to have some crazy stuff happen to her. When she was younger, too. Um, So apparently at age 14, she claimed that she was gang raped by three men who lived across the street from her. And she was brought up in a very conservative Christian family who provided no support through this type of deal. Yeah, it sounds like they sort of held to the opinion that if a woman got raped or molested or whatever, it was because she was yeah. in some way asking was, for it. It was her fault. Yeah. yeah. Playing the victim type of deal. Classic. Must have been because of what she was wearing. Yeah. yeah. And hence why she's gone to what she wears today. Oh, right. That's awful. Dear God. It's <laughs> awful to say. Bless oh, her heart, man. Yeah, no whatever it takes to repel those them. animal prints and flowery Ooh. head dresses. No, except for her newest husband, that's but that's right. a that's a whole other ball yeah, of wax. That's, that's coming at you a little bit later here. Right. Um, so she dropped out of high school. She <laughs> I love this. She left home with a local roller rink employee. Hot. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it was the cool thing. Oh, I know what you're gonna say uh-huh. already. Villanova skating rink. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we were all about ice line out there. Oh and, yes. Yeah. If yep. you were anybody, okay, listen up. If you were anybody yeah. from the years oh. what, nineteen ninety six through 2001 one two one two yeah then you had your birthday party at the skating rink okay you ice skating or rollerblading rollerblading was upstairs Mm -hmm. it didn't even matter and these places were huge there were institutions i don't know what the (laughs) hell happened to the one in villanova there must have been some kind of legal situation because i wouldn't be surprised it was a huge money maker and then i mean before you knew it it was just gone yeah bulldozed to the ground yeah. so that's another mystery we'll investigate yeah. here on betsy boss well ice ice line is still there and i actually loved it so much i had my parents sign me up for ice skating lessons oh. when i was like six or seven but who didn't take those yeah. i mean i still remember i mean oh. the only move i could master was the swizzle which you basically just stand still and move your feet like <laughs> yeah, in the and one, out yes i was just gonna say yep. that's the one they taught us 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved that. Oh. Real uh, grade A stuff here. Yeah, winning those Olympic medals over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so back to Carol. Nowhere near the ice here. Um, <laughs> she, uh, so not long after, and jumping if you have anything else before that, um, she started hitchhiking back and forth between Florida and Bang Banger, Bangor, Which Maine. is not exactly close. Florida is the deep south, okay? And Maine is the high, high north. It is two different worlds. They're both weird as fuck. I mean, let's get that straight. Those are some choices. Yes. And the fact that she ricocheted between those two spots in the United States. She was was hugging that 95 corridor. She sure was. (laughs) I don't know. She was all about that 95. Yep. North and south, baby. I don't know, but... So she was saying during this time, she was sleeping under parked cars. Which I didn't understand. Like, <laughs> that doesn't seem like the best idea. There's no way you could. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Ooh. where? Who, what, when, where, why? Right. I don't know. Why is that your, uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't um, know. But apparently she got enough money together to buy a truck at some point. Yes. And she got a pet cat and lived in oh. the truck with her cat. Yeah, here's some foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So... I have next that she then moved to good old Florida where the story really takes hold. Oh, yes. Um, she worked at a Tampa department store where she began a relationship with her boss, future husband, number one, Michael Murdoch. Eminem. That's and right. And she was only 17 at the time. Oof. Yeah. Just not even old enough to vote. Yeah. But I guess then, I mean, I think they're, all right, I'm probably going to get it wrong, but I feel like there are still places where... 16-ish with your parents can, so consent you can still get married in the u.s right now so oh, god that's just crazy i don't yeah. know yeah um so she she married him uh on april 7th 1979 and then pretty much not long after uh july 16th 1980 she had a daughter with him and in classic carol form she claimed that she never loved him and she pretty much just married him kind of at the, you know, behest of her parents that they were all disappointed that they were living together and they weren't married. So she married him just to kind of make them happy. Nice. Yes. Which of all things to make your parents happy. Yeah. That's although she was a 17. Well, I guess 18 at that point. Excuse me. But right. like, oh, God. Yeah. You don't really know what you're doing then. How about what she did for a living, which was breeding show cats, rescuing bobcats, and hold for this one, everybody, (laughs) using llamas for a lawn trimming business. Oh, my God. That's where you lose me, okay? Uh, How do you keep these llamas in a straight line? You just let them loose? What does this look like? They spit. But I will tell you, I looked up some... looked up some newspaper articles when i was first looking in this and there are some like llama rental newspaper articles type type of deals out there for her yeah and it's pretty crazy it's like it is it's like llamas and i don't remember if it was bobcats or it must have been but it was like llamas and some type of big cat and it was like where do these two come together with this one woman dude yeah it is out of control and clearly an animal lover yeah, but, but using know. them not I mean, as virtuous as she claims. exactly yeah. exactly yeah um well, here's here's one of my favorite lines from you know doing all this in 1980 she threw a potato at michael murdoch as he tried to attack her 
<laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'm glad they threw that in there. What a way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So this was her Irish potato goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to have that famine yeah, over here, but you right. might have a sore face from where the potato right. hit you. Don't let the potato hit you on the way out. Yeah. Or, or no. <laughs> or do. Um, right? But Carol apparently was so distraught by this whole argument that it, that culminated in her throwing a potato at her husband <laughs> that she left the house without any shoes on. Right. And started walking down Nebraska Avenue late at night. And she's just strolling down the avenue. And that's where she met husband number As two. Fate would have it. <laughs> yes. Who was also in a fight with his spouse at the time. Pissed off, driving around. And as we said, I think I in the previous say, he episode. Threw, he, he threw a carrot, not a potato. Right. <laughs> he. So Don drives up and sees the young Carol walking barefoot down the street. Yeah. He says, listen, like, I really need somebody to talk to. Can you just get in the car? (laughs) Carol, like the good Christian girl she is, says, no fucking way, (laughs) to paraphrase, I am going to keep on keeping on and walking in my barefooted self down this road. And, yeah, stepping on glass every inch of the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Don keeps trying to get her to get in the car. He's, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. She keeps saying no. And he finally says, listen, I've got a gun on the passenger seat. Story. So freaking stupid. I'm going to assume you guys haven't heard the last episode because, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he says not, hey, I'll shoot you if you don't get in. But if you get in, you can hold the gun and point it at my face yeah. and shoot me in the fucking face with it if I try anything funny. And in that way, you'll have your security. I just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Hold me at gunpoint and be my therapist. Yes. (laughs) So comfortable. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So that apparently began their love story. They were both still married. They started hooking up. And Carol became one of Don's many girlfriends. And they had this whole romantic tryst for like seven years. Yeah, well, uh, so she joined him then in his real estate business, which was kind of where things really took off for him, where he made a lot of his money. Um, And then finally, in 1981, she left Murdoch, he left his spouse, and they finally married. Um, So then we jump to 1992, where really this whole story gets, gets going. Uh, she and Don founded the Wildlife on Easy Street Sanctuary here. Such an obnoxious name. Yeah. If there was any wonder as to how much money Don had at the time, I think he was sort of hinting at that with Easy Street. No, that actually was the name of their street. Oh, it was? <laughs> yeah, when looking up the newspaper articles. No way! Yeah, they actually lived on Easy Street. <laughs> oh my god, I thought it was like Easy yeah, Street, like you know? Living, yeah, unless I'm totally wrong. Now. No! I need to like double check that, but I believe their address was actually Easy Street. Oh my god, like, tacky Florida. <laughs> no well, it's Florida. funny, it sounds like it didn't take her long flash forward to rename the place from Wildlife on Easy Street to Big Cat Rescue after Don mm, Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder why. 1997, what a year mm, to rename. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, but speaking of kind of getting this whole thing as popular as it was, like you said earlier, she has been a social media queen with her The Cat Chat mm-hmm. podcast, lots of uh, 
YouTube, Facebook posts and just kind of getting her name out there. Yeah. Hey, all you cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Carol would always open with that before she spoke out against private zoos. I, I say that as though start. it's in the past. I think she's still doing it. I was going to say, oh, I guess, yeah. I was going to say we could start incorporating that, but we don't want to get a, you know, rip off her brand over there. Right. Um, but apparently everything wasn't so easy on Easy Street yeah. because it sounds like Don was pretty obsessed with sex, yeah. that he had some lucrative deals going on in Costa Rica. He was flying back and forth to have affairs. I think he owned property out there. Um, and finally, in 97, he filed a restraining order against Carol, claiming that she threatened to kill him. Right. And the restraining order was rejected because it was stupidly written. I mean, if you've watched the show, there's no imminent threat. Um, it's basically just, she's going to kill me, and she says she's going <laughs> to kill me. That's not enough, okay? You have to have imminent danger. I mean, this is not legalese here, people. You, <laughs> It's different. Something has to be coming around the bend, and yes. it can't just be words. And nothing was coming. Yeah. So restraining order was smacked down. And shortly after, well, actually, before you get into that, I just want to say the funny thing. I the thing I don't know. It's just come on, Carol. She claimed that he filed this because um, she was planning to haul off some of his junk while he was away in Costa Rica. And right. so he was pissed. So he's filing a restraining order because he doesn't want me to take get rid of some of his stuff. Interesting excuse. Yeah. And on the show, I mean, granted, there is a fuckload of shit all over their property hordes galore hordes galore bunch of crap it's i mean it would drive any sane person nuts yeah um so i get it but that <laughs> it's not is restraining order worthy no no way yeah but to um, go ahead you were you were saying about the disappearance let's here see so yeah shortly after she threatened to kill him apparently and the restraining order got rejected don lewis disappeared in 1997 he actually was declared legally dead in 2002, which is five years later. By the five way. Five years. Oh, go ahead. Word. That's the statutory limit. Yeah. Well, it's right? five years and one day because it had to be five years. So she filed five years and one day. For, yes, for him to be declared legally yeah. dead, which obviously no skin in the game here. Obviously, Carol doesn't care at all. No. She's just mm, waiting. <laughs> She's got Count one of those, those paper days. chains, like, ripping them off day by yeah. day. She's, like, on the prison wall with the, like, tally marks, like, up. Oh, today's day 3,422. But not that I'm counting. Only 500 to go. Woo! <laughs> He's dead. Um. So, and, of course, conveniently for Carol... She was the primary inheritor of oh. Don Lewis's estate. Gee, really? I wonder why she was so excited to file at five years in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way that this guy disappears is fascinating. And people are coming in left and right with theories. So we're interested to hear what your theories are Please. on whether Carol did it or did something else go wrong here. Yeah. So Don Lewis left his home on August 18th, 2000. Nope. nope. <laughs> Don Lewis left his home on August 18th, 1997, and he was never heard from again. The police found his van at a private airport. They looked all over the wildlife sanctuary and Costa Rica, where his 200-acre park was. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office actually reopened the case because the show became so popular. Yeah, they're getting a ton of tips and calls now. Yeah. Um, they, they're just hopeful that people are going to say something if they know anything yeah. and that they'll be sort of spellbound by the show like all of America is um, and that maybe they can put this case together. 
Um, but in any event, as soon as Don Lewis disappeared, Carol started becoming the target of these rumors that she killed Don and fed him to the tigers. And Joe Exotic, I mean, he was fueling, starting, creating, letting loose all of these rumors, okay? Um, nobody's ever been arrested or charged with a crime yeah. regarding Lewis's disappearance. Carol's denied the rumors this whole time. She's had to fight back, and she's called them totally ridiculous and crazy. Yeah, so he, um, the airport was about 40 miles away. Um, he was big into planes. He had planes, even though he had suspended, um, what did they call it, like a personal pilot's license, like a um, individual, what do I want to call? <laughs> I think that's yeah. personal pilot's So he has, like, his personal pilot's license. Um and they found his van there. They found the keys on the floorboard of the van. Uh, he left behind about $5 million in assets. And his credit card was never used after his, dis- after his disappearance. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah. well, and we'll talk about our theories, too. I think that's a... That's a yeah. Yeah, I definitely would love to hear what you think. Yeah. Um, but Carol actually it's sad in a way because it seems like she wasn't portrayed the way she wanted to be portrayed on the series. <laughs> yeah. And obviously it has become so big. Um, so on her website, she is quoted as having said, there are not words for how disappointing it is to see that the series has had the sole goal of being as salacious and sensational as possible to draw viewers. As part of that, it has a segment devoted to suggesting with lies and innuendos from people who are not credible that I had a role in the disappearance of my husband, Don, in 1997. The series presents this without any regard for the truth, or in most cases even giving me an opportunity before publication to rebut the absurd claims. They did not care about truth. The unsavory lies are better for getting viewers. So basically, Carol is totally refuting all of these theories. Yeah. She thinks that it's a bunch of hogwash and that it's all being used to get viewers. Um, at least that's what she's claiming. Um, and she actually has a whole page on her website, which is, I think, about a thousand pages deep, um, where she addresses Jeez, each of that, the quote oh unquote lies that were told on Tiger King. Um, and one of the biggest ones is obviously about her involvement with Don's disappearance. Yeah. And she starts claiming that for years before he disappeared, Don actually showed a ton of different signs of mental deterioration. Mm -hmm. She claims he was a hoarder. He dumpster dove. He was diagnosed as bipolar. Um, he just like exhibited all this strange behavior, including like, going to the bathroom outside he brought a homeless guy to stay at the house just like elizabeth smart shit up in here um (laughs) elizabeth not so smart right elizabeth mm. yeah um but he actually apparently according to carol disappeared right before a scheduled appointment with an alzheimer's specialist she was starting to think about maybe the possibility that he had alzheimer's that his memory was deteriorating that he was kind of losing it Um, There wasn't, I guess, as much of a vocabulary for that at that time where, as you know, today, people totally know. Yeah. Yeah. Science has grown a lot. Yeah. So, but at the time, I mean, you know, there really wasn't that um, discussion. And I think they were apparently, according to Carol, right on the brink of going to the specialist and having everything figured out. And then he disappeared. Well, 
I think what we definitely need to talk about here, though, is the will. Yes, let's get into that Because I think we need to lay out all these facts here because we got, you know, the mental illness, mental deterioration going on. But then somehow he's got this will and he's smart enough to escape and Mm -hmm. go undetected and all this stuff. Um, But he had this uh, will where the first line of it, like we said in the last episode, was upon my disappearance. What? Like, never again. Why is that ever somebody's first thought? And it wouldn't be. I mean, it is just crazy. We are both lawyers. We both um, have seen a million wills in wills class. We, you know, a million times over, they say, upon my death, upon my death. Yeah. And you when don't I even die- have to be a lawyer to, no, like, clearly to the know. outrage. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. To know that, hey, nobody's going to plan for their own disappearance. That's not going to be the first thing on your mind. <laughs> it's not going to be the opening line to no! mine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, wills are for the dead, people. Yeah. And then they go to whoever's left. Come on. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So... And I guess whoever, um, who was the drafter of that? I don't know. It was uh, Miss Carol Baskin. I think she was the co-signer or something like that. Yeah, she had to be present. She was something like where she clearly drafted the like upon my disappearance. I I don't know. It It all just is a little too, not a little, a lot too crazy for me. Another interesting piece of information is that apparently before Don left, maybe like a week or so beforehand, he made a comment to one of his workers or something that if he could pull it off, oh God, it yeah. would be his greatest success right. or something. Or right. I'm, you know, much slyer than they give me credit for it kind of thing. Mm. And he never said what it was. Oh my God. But in theory, I mean, if he was trying to disappear and yeah. go undetected, that would be a pretty he big did deal. It. <laughs> yeah, he totally did it. He pulled yeah. it off. Um, but I, what are you thinking? Who do you think? I. I I think it's probably her that did something because to me, it just there's too many excuses. The will itself is shady as anything. I don't think the the meat grinder was probably involved. I don't think again, like we kind of hinted to last episode. I don't think it had to be. No, honestly, <laughs> which is disgusting and awful. I also read too that um, his kids like had it DNA tested and everything to see. If they were able to, you know, pick up any traces of that or whatever. But um, I don't know. It just uh, one of the other podcasts that I listened to on this, um, the host was saying how if he were going to escape, he wouldn't go to Costa Rica because if he really wanted to pull it off, he wouldn't go to Costa Rica. Okay, fine. But like if he's got this mental, you know, he's he's deteriorating mentally and he's somehow able to just pull off this this great heist without accessing any of his credit cards or anything and he's been able to go undetected all these years like i think something something kind of shady happened it had to have yeah it's quite the stunt yeah well i've got a theory that it might actually have been the ex-wife gladys oh, yeah you had mentioned this oh i want to hear yeah yeah what you think about this. so apparently i mean before don lewis drove through the streets of tampa with a gun in his pocket and he wasn't happy to see you um (laughs) but before he drove down the streets and found carol baskin plucked her off the street in her bare feet um he was married and remained married for years while he 
hooked up with Carol. And that poor ex-wife, Gladys, got really screwed through this whole ordeal. Um, So it was my thought that maybe, you know, who would you want to pin it on? Yeah, woman scorned. Mm-hmm, woman scorned. Um, It's... She's got a strong motive against Don being the jilted ex-wife. Sure. And you know that this woman's a little bit crazy, this Carol, that she's got a big, um, she's got a lot of enemies. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would be a great red herring if you wanted to take out your ex for being a man whore. Yeah. You pin it on that broad. Sure. It's so easy. Throw her under the bus. And it's a two for one. You get that woman and you get him too. Yep. Well, I know um, cat ladies kind of catch a bad rap in general as being boring and being spinsters and losers and all this stuff. I think this is the greatest cat lady of all time. She has reclaimed. She's the big cat lady. She's the big cat lady. She has reclaimed the definition of cat lady. She has turned it into something wild and reckless and rebellious and cool. And she's inspired a ton of people. I mean, what's funny and interesting is that she just has this massive following. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's all these folks who just follow blindly in her footsteps. I mean, who knows? I think she does have these altruistic feelings and she yeah. really means well and you know whether those goals are being properly attained who knows right but my gosh i mean yeah she's she is definitely the queen of quarantine sure is. <laughs> queen of quarantine seriously we've got our queen and king right there tiger king she's the tiger queen right and speaking of quarantine, uh, we are just urging you all to stay home so that we can make COVID disappear like Please. Carol Baskin's husband. <laughs> That's right. Without a, no meat grinder needed. No. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So on that note, I think that wraps it up for uh, this week. If you haven't already, who hasn't? Go watch Tiger King here and uh, give us your opinions. We want yeah, to know who do you think theory. did it? Do you think Carol did it? Do you think Don pulled off the ultimate heist? What is going on here? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Betsy Boss Podcast. If you'd like to find us online, our Instagram and Facebook are at Betsy Boss Podcast. Our Twitter is at Betsy Boss Pod. Our website is BetsyBossPodcast.com. And if you'd like to email us, we are at BetsyBossPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.